Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up guys? Mona Mara, 8.Nunez, Christian, join the live. What do we got? William, CB1413, welcome. Jordan, next move Jordan, what's up brother? Guys, give me a thumbs up or all good if you can hear me okay. I want to make sure these are connected all right. Uh, cost underscore Alfredo, welcome, underscore K.23, Hampton, join. Morgan O'Donnell, do you have any advice for a young keeper like myself? Yes, I do. I got you. I'll make sure that I, um, I get to that. Congrats on the start yesterday in Toronto. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Morgan underscore O'Donnell. Okay, cool. You guys can hear me okay. Nice. Um, CB said, I was at the Sporting Kansas City versus DC United game this past weekend. That's what's up. Thank you for the support. You got the W there. Matthew Wood, what's going on? Jeffrey Moody, one or six one three, as always. Emilio, what up, man? Guys, I just noticed and saw that Ross. Oh, there we go. Let's get some of this over there. Ross just went on live usually he goes on earlier in the day on thursday i do this jeffrey thanks so much appreciate that um, um i'm gonna be at the dynamo game on saturday i'd love to get a picture with you of course you know shout me out make sure you, you yell at me get my attention shout out quincy time so i can come over and make sure we get a photo um ayso united socal said on our way to watch lafc versus fc dallas that should be a good one um, lafc is a is a good entertaining team to watch. Coach Andrew, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, straight out of Albia. What is up? Guys, happy to have you. Happy to have you. Um, as, as you guys know, this is the hashtag ask a soccer pro show with your hosts. Quincy Marquois. That is me, 11-year MLS pro. Um, and you know what we do here. We talk about the MSL, the Mental Strength League. Because if this is the first time you're tuning in or joining in on the live or uh, listening to me, that is the game I believe I've been playing and that I have been participating in for the entirety of my life. But we defined it as the MSL, the Mental Strength League. Guys, there's there's a game going on around you, and either you are a part of that game or you're getting played in the game. And that's what we talk about on this show here. Uh, we talk about ways to not only understand where we are in this current moment, but put together a plan to get to where we want to be and building and in the process build a community of individuals, like-minded individuals that help each other achieve our goals. Soccer happens to be the vehicle that brings us together or probably got you to know about this show, where I am or where we're at right now. But the ideas and philosophies we discuss in this show transcend soccer and hopefully are things that you can take away to improve where you are now and uh, hopefully create a plan of action to get you to where you want to go. Because if you didn't know, guys, you and only you is responsible for where you want to go or be in life and soccer. And uh, that is the mindset that we have here. That is the philosophy that we develop. And the individuals who have joined me week after week after week after week to discuss these topics and get their questions answered fully adopt that philosophy. And they are seeing the improvements in their own lives, which is why we want to continue to share this show and our message with as many people uh, that want to be a part of it. So welcome. To those of you who are and have been members 
of the show and the live for a long time and hopefully for the future. And those of you who are watching the replays on your phone or your walk or your whatever that is. So, um, guys, if this is your first time joining in and you ever want to get caught up as to where we are right now, you can always go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP, Ask a Soccer Pro Show, and all the live replays uh, that we participate in are recorded and re-uploaded over to the Perfect Soccer account, usually on a like a three or four week delay. So, um, yeah, the the benefit of joining us live is you can get your questions answered, and uh, if you aren't able to, no worries because within a couple of weeks you'll be able to watch the replay. So, got that all out of the way. Let's jump into it, guys. It's been a good week, I'm not going to lie. It's been a very good week on my side of things. And by that I mean uh, a week of productivity. And um, yeah, that, that'll be the theme of the day. How about that? We'll say today's theme is productivity. What is productivity? And uh, why should you care about it? And, and what does it do for you? And uh, yeah, let's go. We'll go along with that. We will go along with that. Um, for me, if I was to define productivity, I, I define productivity as uh, the ability to create more time. So, you know, other people may define that as something else, but in my mind, when I'm uh, applying that idea and I'm, I'm navigating with an understanding of wanting to be more productive, my real goal is to create more time for myself. And um, as most of you who've joined in uh, multiple times understand, for me, uh, I believe that time is your most valuable asset because it's the one asset that we all have, but we don't know how much of it we have, which means our goal should really be to understand how to properly value it and how to properly invest it in the things we believe will hopefully create more time for us in the future so that we can spend that time doing the things that we would like to do. So yeah, maybe have you thought about that before? What do you define as productive? Guys, drop below what you think productivity is or what you've defined productivity to be for yourself and maybe uh, some things you've, you've uh, become more productive in and why. I'd like to get some feedback from the community. While, while you guys are typing that in, let me start going through some of the questions. As you guys know, um, always join in. Uh, you can drop your questions in here. I think there's even a new question feature there, so drop your questions in that as well too. But then share with me in the live uh, the questions I'm asking you because that's where I get my answers. Oh, Mike Chabala joined in. What's going on, man? Welcome to the live. Thanks for joining us. I know he's got Sphere. He's got his project Sphere. Uh, talked to him a little bit about it at the coaches convention back in January. So you guys should definitely check that out and see what he's got going on over there. I know he's very active on his social channels and um, uh, he's very engaged in his community. Um, and then that's what I said. I said I get back to Morgan. Morgan had asked, do you have any advice for a young keeper like myself? Morgan, yes, I do. So <clears throat> there's a couple of things. And uh, most of the time advice or more so information. I like to provide you guys with information that I wish I had if the roles were reversed or the best information I possibly have access to that I could that I could give to you. So you could then take that information and apply that information to gain experience for yourself. We've discussed this in the past. You've got information, you've got knowledge, you've got experience, then you've got wisdom. Um, on this channel, the information we provide is only based in our experience and things that we've done for ourselves and the things that we've seen have worked or haven't worked for the players we've been with over the course of our career. You know, I've been in the league over 11 years. I've been with multiple teams, I think like seven or more. And uh, I've, you know, played with well over 500 teammates. I've had well over 500 teammates, let alone the number of players I've played against. So, um, you know, though I haven't played the goalkeeper position, I've played with many goalkeepers. I've had many conversations with them. And um, there are some common themes that I have learned from them over time. Um, one most important factor, I believe, is um, the goalkeeper should understand all the positions on the field, their roles, their responsibilities, and um, and really the IQ and tactic side of the game from a player's perspective, even though you're at the goal. So you're facing the field at all points in time, and it's very important that you are an extra pair of eyes to especially your back line, but the rest of the players on the field. 
and your job is to try to convey information that can help them make the best decisions possible before a problem arises that um, breaks your, your team down. So that would be some advice that I'd give to you. If you haven't uh, been, I would definitely suggest you watch Tactical Tuesdays. We've got that over there. Ross does that every single Tuesday where he breaks down um, some form of tactic, typically uh, with relation to formations, specific positions within formations, attacking, defending. I mean, there's a lot to tactics. So we're, uh, he's working through the specific tactical questions that you guys have or formations that you play. So when, you, if and when you guys have questions, make sure you send them in, especially to us uh, at our email, contact at perfectsoccerskills.com, because we add that to the queue and add that to the content that we create. Um, if the questions don't come in, then we create the content we believe that it will best serve you guys. So if you haven't watched Tactical Tuesdays, make sure you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash Tactical Tuesday, rewatch those episodes, or at least find the ones that are relevant to the system that you play first, go through that, and then um, get an understanding of that. Now, that's first, that's first and foremost. Second, I would say go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book, download, get a copy of our book for free, because you need to understand uh, like I said, the field player's perspective and a lot of the mentality associated with that is also good for a goalkeeper. Um, first touch, ability to pass. Um, those are fundamental um, things that you should, especially in the modern game, be able to do as a goalkeeper. And then on top of that, once you get access to that book, um, I worked with my um, old teammates, Alec Can, who's currently, I think, the uh, uh, he's currently with Atlanta. He's a second goalkeeper at Atlanta. Um, and then uh, Stu Seus, <clears throat> I played with him back in uh, Colorado, um, worked with them to write a goalkeeper-specific book. So we've got that pretty much together and done. And once you get that book, you can get access to the goalkeeper-specific book as well. But I, I recommend reading the, the player book first and the goalkeeper book second. We're still working on that book, but um, it's available to read the first drafts of it. So that gets you access to it. So, um, yeah, that should hopefully answer that question pretty straightforward and while i was doing that you guys obviously were dropping some more you know how it is i fall behind because i want to make sure i get back to people probably should just stick to you the live as it's going in let's see let's see what we got uh straight out of libya asked do american mls teams have professional youth academies we have youth academies um they're growing and they're investing more money and time and resources into it but it's not on the same level as overseas like they're still figuring out how we want to make it work over here because we have this thing called college soccer that has kind of been our pseudo academies for forever so it's kind of it's kind of figuring out how that all works with transfer fees and MLS not being FIFA regulated and other things along those lines. Um, <laughs> Insider Rapid said, Quincy, stay on side. You're right. Uh, <clears throat> my, my, uh, my role on the goal, on the corner kicks for the game was to, uh, to stay on the goalkeeper and crowd his space. But, um, Unfortunately, Toronto didn't have anyone on the post, which most teams usually do. So had they had someone on the post, I would have been on side. Um, MSL, that's right. Uh, Jordan said, how do you have confidence post-injury? I think in order to have confidence post-injury, you have to believe that the your injury is just a temporary obstacle, one that you will use to grow stronger in the future as a result of. So uh, I got a story for you. So for instance, um, some of you may or may not know, um, it's probably about two years ago, it's close to two years ago today, I uh, in the Kansas City game against San Jose, versus, uh, in San Jose versus Kansas City, um, I, uh, I was going like, I don't know, 30 seconds into the game, the ball went out wide, I was making a run into the box, the ball got crossed in, and as I planted, I felt my knee just completely snap backwards, so extremely hyperextended. It did not feel pleasant, and um, immediately I knew I really messed up my knee. I knew at the very least I had torn my ACL, but it felt like I tore a lot more. And um, as I was flexing, I could feel my hamstring kind of moving up the back of my leg. So laying there for the first, you know, 30 seconds, I was in excruciating pain. It didn't feel good. I didn't want anyone to touch me. When the trainers came over, they're asking like, oh, can you walk it off or run it off? And I was like, absolutely not. And I was also saying, do not touch me because I was just in like 
um, I was in excruciating pain. It was not pleasant. Um, but after about a minute and a half when the pain subsided and I knew that I had really blown out my knee, I started laughing. Now, you may ask yourself, Quincy, why would you start laughing when you know your knee is completely blown up and that might be the end of your career? Well, like I said, guys, we're in the MSL here and we're all about mental strength and building your mental strength. And we believe that it's your perspective is your perspective is the only thing that matters in um, in life. And you choose which perspective you take in any moment. And it, in that moment, I had decided and um, I had come to the acceptance that, hey, listen, there's nothing I can do. It's already messed up. That's done, what's done is done, right? Um, how can I spin this to a positive? And what humor can I find in this in this moment? So even when times are extremely difficult, try to find the humor in it. So this is me going through my process of what I do to then hopefully convey to you what may be helpful for you. So I'm telling you what it is that I do. So I'm immediately looking for the humor in it. And the humor I found is, okay, Quincy, all right. Uh, now we get to see if you actually believe all the stuff that you say. So one objection, uh, objection that I get a lot is, and, and this is, comes from individuals and people, when they see someone who's successful or someone they perceive to be successful, they go, well, easy for you to say you have blank, right? Maybe you've made this, maybe you've made this uh, argument before, you've made this statement before. Easy to say, for you to say because you have money. Maybe easy for you to say because you're successful. Maybe easy for you to say because you, you know, you, you're attractive or you're this or you're that. Um, doing so completely discounts the other person's effort, energy, whatever it is they did or didn't do to get to wherever they are. And more importantly, you don't know anything about them, their journey or or what what they like or don't like about where they are in that particular moment. So like we said, the only thing you can focus on is you and how you react and what you do. And that's what we focus on here. And but that is an argument that people are able to make, especially when they can't see the work that you've done, the things you've had to endure, and the um, obstacles that you had to overcome to get to where you are. So, um, so in that moment, having my knee blown out and being in excruciating pain and knowing that this is going to be probably a career-ending injury um, and um, something that will be extremely difficult mentally and physically to come to overcome I looked at that as a as, as a as an opportunity this is an opportunity to finally quote-unquote be in a situation where that person who says easy for you to say to be happy easy for you to say to be to tell me to think positive easy for you to say to whatever things are going well for you everything is going great for you right in this moment, I can say, how great are things going for me in this moment? I literally just slapped, snapped my knee in half. Uh, later found out I tore my ACL, my LCL, my bicep femoris, my popliteus tendon, and my IT band. All in that play. So like, I did feel my hamstring moving up my leg because I detached my hamstring. And that was moving up my leg as, as it was moving or if I flexed or anything like that. So if someone was to say that, I could point to this and literally say my career in all in, in from any doctor's perspective in most individuals perspective and my age and where I'm at is one that says this is career ending and everything is horrible but in this moment I am laughing I'm finding the humor in it so you can now see that what I say is what I mean and I believe what I'm saying and something good will come of this just because I can't see in the moment what will come of it just because I don't just because right now is difficult, just because right now seems impossible, does not mean my future self will not be thankful for this this moment now. And I know my future self will be thankful for this moment because I will, I'm choosing to take the perspective in this moment that something good will come of this because I will take action to make something good to come of it, which is an important piece that I wanna make sure that is understood here. Thinking positive and sitting down there and, you know, that that's not all it takes. It's not like, you know, make, thinking positive will help speed up the recovery process. It'll help me focus on things that I can control. It'll help me do things that may um, speed up the process, but I still have to do the work, right? So there's no, there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. You can speed up the process if you speed up the work, but the work you have to put in is the same regardless. You have to put in the amount of work. 
um, to, to get there. And there's no guarantee that putting in the work gets you there, but putting in the work is required. So it's one piece that's required, but that's not every piece that's required to be successful or to make it work. Um, so hopefully that can shed a little bit of insight and perspective that helps on the confidence side of an injury, which also ties into productivity. And Quincy, how does that tie into productivity? Well, like I said, everything I'm trying to do is trying to make my time more productive. Is sulking, feeling sorry for yourself, and doubting yourself, and being sad, is that productive? Is that a productive use of your time? Is doing that creating more time for you in the future? And the answer to that question is no, it is not. So it doesn't serve you to do it. So spend as little time as possible on those things and you will become more productive because your process of grieving, your process of acceptance will speed up. And through doing that, your, product, your productivity will increase and you'll get to spend much more time doing the things you enjoy, you're passionate and you love and much less time on things that aren't worth your time. So there you go, tied it back to productivity theme of the day. Told you guys we're on one today. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I know people are joining in. That soccer mama, what's up? Welcome. Uh, you gave the uh, oh face. I don't know what that was for. Maybe you joined in in the middle of my rant there. Um, but yeah, MSL, that's what I'm talking about. Street Preacher, MSL, what a view. That's right, guys. We're in, you see it? We're in Houston. We just got to Houston. Even when we travel all over the place, I still make it. I still make it to the live. Let's see what we got. Confidence post injuries. We got you on that. Uh, street preacher said, "So you've recovered? So you since recovered from the injury? Yes, I have. Now, um, man, I could talk about that story, but that that would take a while. Um, but generally, yeah. So like, once that injury happens in that moment, obviously everyone else thinks my career is over. Especially like, let's say, the staff. Um, maybe not necessarily the staff at the time, because that was under Dom Kinnear." And I know Dom Kinnear obviously, you know, felt very badly. Um, you know, he definitely gave me a huge opportunity, and um, I was uh, I was really happy to resign because I resigned with the San Jose Earthquakes under Dom, um, and um, with um, um, oh man, I see his face, but I'm blanking on the name. Uh, John Doyle. That's why I was like, what the heck? Why am I forgetting that? Um, yeah, so they, you know. They brought me in. They traded for me from Chicago. I had a good six months there. I showed well, and then you know they rewarded me with a new contract. Um, we got into that year, and then unfortunately, I had that really uh, bad injury. And uh, in the time of recovery to come back, they had let Dom go. They also let John Doyle go, and the new staff that had come in didn't necessarily. I wasn't necessarily part of their plans because they didn't think I would be, especially coming back from an injury. They weren't thinking that that would be the case. So when I had when I had came back, it was obviously with many things to have to overcome. One, the idea that they didn't think I would be able to, so I wasn't a part of the plans. But two, also I might not have fit the philosophy or system that they were wanting to do at that time. So those are a lot of things you have to come back from. So the new staff, the new organization, people not believing that you're going to be able to play at the level that you did before, um, and then just not a part of that. So you know, I did the best I could to showcase the best I was capable and tried to um, re-earn my position there. But that opportunity, there, there wasn't an opportunity for me to do so. But in the process of coming back, I showed that I was still capable of playing at this level. And uh, the opportunity to get the trade to Montreal came up and I took, I took that opportunity, got traded. And uh, you know, from there, re-established and showed that I'm 100% I'm um, and then went into my free agency year and now have since signed with DC United. Um, let's see what we got. Um, underscore K 23 Hampton asked who has been the most influential in your soccer career and what was the biggest lesson you've learned from them? Now, um, I think I have a I think I have a very unique perspective in my 
my story and process of going through my professional career. And uh, the reason why I say that is because um, I have yet to meet, and I've played with many players, who have gotten to the professional level who weren't, who, um, whose process was like mine. And by that I mean, um, as I've explained to you guys in the past, um, the reason why I'm a pro soccer player is because of the philosophy in which I approach soccer every single day from the age of nine years old. And that philosophy was to leave every single training, every single game, having done, having given as much as I possibly can uh, in a manner that I wouldn't regret having not tried everything I could on the day. And maybe uh, to give more context, I, I broke my femur, I think at 12, I think it was 12 years old. At 12 years old, I broke my femur. So at that time, you're also thinking your career is completely over, especially at the time where I broke my femur, like uh, physical therapy and surgery wasn't, wasn't what it is today. Um, which is why my right leg is actually like half an inch shorter than my left leg. Um, I don't even know if I've even shared that with everybody on here before, but yeah, that's true. And um, I think that was probably a pivotal experience for me that let me know that soccer could literally end tomorrow. So if I believe, if I'm playing soccer and I'm playing as if I think that today is the last day I'm ever going to get to play, I'm going to leave everything on the field. I'm going to try everything I can. There's not going to be a ball that I don't run to. There's not going to be a, a play that I don't try my best at. You know, I, that's just I'm just going to leave it all out there every single day. That way, if tomorrow, that way, if I get injured or today is the last day I ever play, I won't regret having not given my all the day before. So that has been my philosophy from a young age, and I only did that because I just love to play soccer and I'm extremely competitive. I don't want to lose, but that has been my approach because that's been my approach and that's how I've trained and that's how I've played over the course of my entire youth career. Uh, getting to play at the division one college level became an option, became an opportunity, right? It was on, it was a milestone on my path. So my path is to leave every game is to, uh, finish every day having left everything on the field and doing the most but that I can and that is my only goal that's my goal to not want to not regret tomorrow or not to, to not regret the day before that's the only thing I'm focused on and because I did that for so long eventually an opportunity to play D1 soccer came about and I took it right and but my focus stayed the same so at D1 level it's still to not regret yesterday that's it and because I did that long enough at this level and I was willing to be open-minded and learn and grow and learn from my mistakes in the past, all of a sudden going professional becomes an option. So I take, excuse me, so I take that. But my, my focus still doesn't change. Now I'm 11 years into the game, my focus is still the same and I have an 11 year professional soccer career. Now I'm setting that up to now explain most players that I've met goal has been to be a pro player which is fine some of them ha uh, many of them dreamed of playing pro from a young age that's why that was their motivation to put in the work to become a pro so like i said there's multiple paths to getting here but where it differs for me is um because that wasn't my goal i wasn't doing the things that typical players are doing whose goal is to play pro. So most guys say that they watch certain players growing up and um, they have a favorite player and they had a favorite team and they have, you know, they have, uh, uh, you know, they're in the best coaching program and they're, you know what I'm saying? Like they're very strategic with how they went about doing stuff um, and how they approach the game. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one -on -one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. There are pros and cons to that, just like there's pros and cons to the way that I approached it. 
Um, one pro to the way that I approach it is every single person I've ever played, I've never watched them play before in the sense that when I'm seeing them for the day is the first time I've seen them. So I, I, I'm, I know many players who play poorly because they know who they're playing against because they watch this guy for years play and he's a huge star in their eyes and they're saying he's amazing and he can do this and he can do that and I've seen him embarrass this guy and I've seen him do this and you know like I said MSL guys mental strength league that means that that guy has a mental advantage over you if you've watched so much film of this person and they're so big in your eyes if they become your competition one day like if you want to be a pro um, these guys will be your competition one day, which like I said, you. I also tell you guys learn from guys, what I'm saying, being a student of the game. Being a student of the game is different than being a fan. And sometimes people's fandom gets in their own head so they don't perform as well on the day. So like I'm saying, that's an advantage that I have because I don't know this guy the way that a fan knows him, right? Which gives me the mental advantage over them because sometimes they're playing against people who they know are fans and then they look at me and they go like, wait, Okay, he doesn't know that I've done this or done this. And for me, it's like, well, you have to prove to me today why you're good. You have to beat me today because that's all. I'm, I'm not playing who you were three years ago. I'm not playing who you were, who you're going to be two years from now. I'm playing who you are today. And today, I'm going to give you a thousand percent of my effort. And my focus is to go do anything and everything I can to leave this field having not regretted how the effort I put on the field today. If that's who you're up against and that's your mentality every single time you're on the field, guys, it's going to be very difficult for you to not find success. It's going to be very difficult for someone across from you to beat you. Um, this is the first time I've actually uh, explained that out loud um, from that perspective to fully understand the mindset that the mindset that is necessary or at least understand the mindset of your competition and what you're really up against. And when I'm expressing to younger players who want to play pro one day, that is the level and that's the mentality of some of your competition, right? So that's why I, I express to you that your mentality is the most important thing. You can be more talented than me. You can be more clever than me. You can be, uh, you know, you can be just be a better player, but you're not going to beat me mentally. And I know mentally I can wear you down over time, which means I can beat you, which will maybe make you question all the things you thought were necessary to make you a better player than me. Yeah, how can, how is it that I beat you even though your touch is better than mine, even though you're, you're faster than me, even though you, you're technically better, right? Well, what, it, what about the game do I understand that you don't that allows me to beat you if those things are true or are they true or do you believe they're true and they aren't? You get what I'm saying? MSL, guys. MSL. Um, I was expressing all that to basically set the context for why, to answer the question when you said, who's been most influential in your soccer career? I would say that I don't have and haven't had any particular player who's been extremely influential in my soccer career. It's been every single player I've ever played with. So I've learned something from every single player I've ever played with at the youth level, the college level, the professional level. Um, I'm watching everyone like a student, you know? So um, I'm not saying I've never watched soccer games before. I have, I do. But if I'm watching a soccer game, I'm watching as a student, I'm not watching as a fan. I'm watching to learn something from somebody. So like, I think someone said they're watching the LAFC game versus FC Dallas game, maybe they're watching the ball, they're watching, you know, the game overall. Maybe I'm watching one particular player. Where are they moving? How are they moving? Why are they moving the way that they do? And then maybe within the context of their formation or system, maybe I'm watching the game strictly from a base standpoint and watching the movement of players or um, the communication of some the body language of others, right? There are many different aspects of the game you can be watching. There are many different things that you can learn and the the more the more productive you are in your compression of processing information like i said the information you can then make connections that other people can't see which now creates knowledge once you apply that knowledge over time a b split testing we've talked about this before um, testing your knowledge by applying knowledge like i said nothing matters if you it doesn't matter if you don't apply what you've learned through applying what you learn, you now create experience. 
Experience allows you to relook at the information you went for the first time and assess if the information that you were using was credible, honest, or worthwhile. If it is, you can keep it. If it isn't, you discard it. You come up with a new hypothesis, a new thesis, and now you're testing that. So you're always testing new information and creating new combinations and new connections to create new knowledge for yourself so you can apply that knowledge to create more experience. After enough time, you've, you, you'll generate enough experience to where you can now teach others how to duplicate what you've done. Once you can teach others how to duplicate what you've done, you now have experience, right? Um, or once you're able to accomplish it for yourself, then you have experience. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Not until you can break it down and teach it to someone else so they can then uh, duplicate your knowledge and acquire the same experience as you, can you then designate for my process the way that I like to describe it and uh, break it down is then you have wisdom. Wisdom is your ability to duplicate your experiences for others to get them the same results for themselves, right? That is the process and that is how it works and it takes time, it takes time, but more importantly, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of dedication and most importantly, it takes a why much greater than yourself to be able to put in the work for long enough to acquire not only the knowledge, but the experience, and more importantly, the wisdom, the ability to teach it to others, if that happens to be your goal. So there is my short, super long, but very concise answer um, to your question. That's right, Serena snaps fingers. Just dropping that, dropping that wisdom out here, guys. I'm just teaching you what it is that I've, what I've learned over a career of having to figure everything out for myself on the soccer side of things. I had to figure out how to be my own representing agent. I had to figure out how to manage my own trades. I had to figure out how to network, um, network amongst the league. I had to figure out how to promote myself. I had to figure out how to um, sell myself in a manner that um, clubs would be interested in. I had to figure out how to maintain my body and fit into new systems and change um, my game and my, my mentality, but learn to also uh, stick to the things that I know and, and, and uh, bet on myself. Like There's a whole lot of things that you have to learn and understand to survive in this game for 10 years at the professional level, for sure. Um, and even though you may know what to do, it's even harder to actually do it. So for instance, like once you have a bit of experience and let's say wisdom, you now know, you can now see things coming, but that's a different problem now because when you're young, you can't see things coming. So sometimes it benefits you. Like if you didn't know because you're new and naive that uh, when the coach says, yeah, you know, we we like you and we think we could use you. Like a young, a young guy might go like, oh, great. That means, you know, I can earn my spot and things are going to go well and I can get a chance. And gonna... For me, someone who's a bit more seasoned and has heard that plenty of times and isn't that play out a lot knows that that's really a polite way of the coach saying that. Um, we're not there. There isn't a scenario in which we believe we would ever actually need or want to use you, but we don't want to tell you that because we want you to keep working hard and staying here. Because if things don't pan out, we may need you. Right? That's what that means. I don't know if any of you guys have heard that before, but that's what that means. So okay, if you know what that means, then if you're looking at where you are in the moment, you may see that you won't get an opportunity for three months, right? If you're a young guy and you don't know what that means, you may be able to work hard for two months without it really affecting you mentally because you keep believing every day that you're gonna get your chance the next day, the next day, the next day. When you're older, right, you have a bit of experience and you have a bit of wisdom. When you hear that, you know I have to put in the work for three months for quote unquote nothing. Right? Because you never know. The next day you could be called upon, something may happen, and you may be up and your opportunity may arise. So if you hear that and you know it means I'm not going to get a chance for three months, but you just sit on your butt for three months, you don't do the work, you don't do what you need to do. Well, what happens if in th week three someone in your position goes down and now you haven't been doing anything for three weeks, right? But then what do you also do if you've been w working hard for three months and 
and your opportunity doesn't arise. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that all the work and energy you put in was for nothing, but you didn't get rewarded for it. So that's why I say it's MSL. You have to be able to handle that. You have to be able to put in work for three months, six months, one year. And after all that work, you have to start back over at zero again because there's a new coach in, there's a new system, there's a new this, there's a new that. Or it's the same coach, but you haven't figured out a way to get to your next move or move to the next place or you haven't done that certain thing. So MSL, guys, Mental Strength League. Develop your mental strength. But that's what we're doing here now. So if you show up and join in on the live every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, you're serious about developing the skill sets necessary to be successful not only in soccer but in life because all these skills translate um, off the field as well too. And the best part is, like I said at the beginning of the live, um, you can re-watch and re-listen to all of these episodes over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP, Ask a Soccer Pro. I definitely recommend you guys do that. Listen to it in your car. Listen to it like a podcast. I'm actually working on also getting, ripping all the audio and uploading it to, let's say, like iTunes. I think like the Anchor app and those other ones so you guys can listen to this as a podcast as well. Um, let's see what we got. Glad to hear it. Daily underscore MLS. What up? England. Welcome, welcome. Pete MJ. Thanks for joining. MLS memes. Guys, there you go. That's where you get the book. Um, A. Nunez asks, favorite artist or song to listen to before the match? Guys, you know me. Today's theme is productivity, and I'm not going to lie to you. I don't listen to music before the match. I'm usually listening to podcasts. And um, uh, like business insider stuff. So, like I said, um, being as strategic with your time as possible. And, um, you know, I love learning and I love, you know, figuring out ways to improve. And I love just like hearing and learning from the perspectives of, uh, perspectives of others. And, um, you know, that's relaxing to me. I've trained myself to make that relaxing, right? And, um, yeah, I don't listen to music. I mean, I've listened to music in the past. If I am going to listen to music, um, usually it's like classical for game stuff. Sometimes, sometimes hip hop. Mm, but for the most part, it's podcasts or like training videos. What's going on? Yeah, guess who's back? I'm talking about. Uh, tech support, see you the 25th at Gillette Stadium. That's what's up. I'll see you there. Uh, let's see what do we got there. Uh, Peep Mr. YD said, were you at the Toronto FC game yesterday? Yes, I was. And I was playing. Um, I must have missed you. Uh, K9, uh, K23 Hampton. Love your mentality, Quincy. You should make a perfect soccer MSL shirt. I would buy that. We're actually working on MSL. Oh, guys. So I'm creating a – I'm not creating. I created a uh, an MSL-specific Instagram account. So I think we'll keep that as a private account. So if you go to at Mental Strength League on Instagram, uh, you, can, uh, you can request to join over there. What I will do is I'm going to – like these episodes and lives, Todor helps me chop them down into, you know, let's say what I was discussing about my mentality. He'll break that up into a post. So it's like a piece from the episode and we'll be uploading just basically just mental strength training, mental mentality building content there. So it'll be clips of the Ask a Soccer Pro show, probably like quote posts and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be a very dense, specific community because Perfect Soccer, we're starting to provide a whole lot of things, right? We've got In-Depth with Ross on Mondays, Tactical Tuesday, One Skill, One Drill. Uh, Ryan and Mark are going to start joining in on One Skill, One Drill as well as Fitness Prize. I'll be there as well too. We're starting the Perfect Soccer Hour. Um, that's basically, if you've been joining the lives with Ross, Ross has been kind of figuring it out where he's interviewing someone. He's been, he As of late, he's interviewed Ryan um, as well as Mark Pelosi. We've got to understand their journey, their process, you know, 
Mark played for uh, Liverpool, was a part of Liverpool Academy, so it's great to hear his story. Uh, Ryan had played in the Irish Premier League. I think he was also in, I think it was Sweden. He played for, he was at the IMG Academy with Mark, so understanding his process as well there too. Um, you know, so we'll be having a lot of content, so I know a lot of people are following for specific reasons. So Perfect Soccer will be the overall umbrella where it's, it's everything. It's just a big stream of content for everything, anything and everything soccer related, mentality related, all of that. But then we'll start uh, piecing out with our sub accounts where if you're just here for mentality and you just want that um, and the special things along with that, make sure you follow the other account at Mental, uh, Mental Strength League on Instagram. So we're building that out as well to you. Um, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Jackson asks, how much do you analyze players on the field? That's all I'm doing. I'm just analyzing players. Their movements, their tendencies, what they like to do, their ability to adapt to a change, their ability to recognize what's going on and, um, and assess what to do in a response to it, um, the time it takes for them to adjust. Um, it's, it's interesting because younger guys usually takes longer for to adjust. So sometimes you've recognized an issue and a problem and a solution, but the team hasn't recognized the issue, problem, and solution yet. So you have to figure out how to manage that until you can, as a team collectively, um, see it together, agree what it is, and then agree to execute on the solution to the problem. So teamwork is a huge part of that, and your ability to build trust with your teammates is also extremely uh, extremely important, which kind of, <laughs> I'm still going to tie it to productivity, just wait. So which is important on the side of, you know, many people know, hey, clearly I'm a talker, I can talk a lot, um, I tend to speak, uh, I, can, I can speak at length, but what's important and that I make sure that everyone understands is don't speak unless you know what you're talking about. If I don't understand something, if I don't know something, like I don't know how the World Cup works, I don't know how the EPL works, I don't know how the FA Cup works, I don't know how Champions League works, I don't like I don't I don't follow that if I never have, I don't know how any of that works. So if you're asking me questions about like Pogba and whatever or Neymar and where he's playing next or those things, I don't know that stuff. That's why Ross is here. Ross very much helps us with that, right? Um, clearly, you don't need to know those things because uh, you don't need to know those things to play at a professional level because if you did, I clearly wouldn't have an 11-year career. So I'm proof that you don't need to know that stuff. So if you try to tell me that you have to do that to play at this level, um, that's not true. Um, and because I know and understand that, um, when I'm speaking about speaking, I'm very much an adamant advocate of only speaking about things that you know. And the things that I talk about are things that I know through experience because I've done them for myself. I've built businesses, I've built teams, I've done many deals, I've negotiated contracts. All of these things are things I've done. Built websites, done paid advertising, content, company, all of that, I've done it. So so if you're asking me about those things, I talk at length for things I've, about things I've done. I can't talk about things I haven't done. So. For me, how do I tie this to productivity? Well, communication and your ability to articulate thoughts in a manner that can be understood uh, by the counterparty or the person you're speaking to at their level from their perspective is extremely valuable and extremely important. So much so that it creates or uh, gives you the ability to increase your productivity. Why? Because if I can convey to you a message that you can process and understand on your level so we can work in a collective larger level, in a short amount of time, that gives us an advantage over our opponent. So, like we were just talking about in a game, if I can recognize and see that there's a problem, there's a soccer problem, let's say um, the number 10 is very crafty and can break us down through the middle of the field. If I see that in minute one, but my midfielder can't see and understand that until minute five, the, that's four minutes of time that it's going to take for him to process that information to then make an adjustment so that we can shut down that soccer problem. Well, force may be all the time the number 10 needs to score a goal, right? So what is a very valuable asset? Well, if you're a player on the field who can go to that midfielder and communicate with him in a manner that he can understand from his perspective that he can also see and then know what to do as a result of it, you can cut his four minutes down to one minute. And if you're cutting his time from four minutes to one minute, you've essentially solved a problem that no one will ever see. 
Hopefully you guys are following me on this. This is why many people can look at certain players and think they're not doing anything and completely underrate them because they can't understand what it is they're actually doing because they can't do it for themselves. So if you do not believe communication is valuable, but someone else does because they understand how to get the value out of it, and they can use that as a means to beat you, and you refuse to believe that that is a skill, one that they have that can beat you, they always will. Or you'll find, a very, you'll find it very difficult to beat them. So many people can look at how I play and what I'm doing and they may think I'm not doing anything. That is great. I want you to continue believing that. Because how can you not be doing anything and still be around for so long? I don't know. MSL that. Think, try to think out of that. Put yourself in that little vortex of information. Hmm, you know? Most people just don't understand, which is why they can't see. But even once you understand and you can see, do you know what to do? Told you guys, today was going to be one. A lot of insight, a lot of, lot of upgrades to my knowledge, my knowledge bank in the last couple of, um, couple of weeks, because you know a lot of a lot of things are coming full circle. So, so I can see the I can see the fruits of my labor, and I can see the things that I've been working on doing, and I'm seeing where things are going and what's happening. So now it allows me to now reassess the new information I have process that information, acquire new knowledge, which now allows me to test new ideas to gain new experiences and share them with you. Hey, you see how this community works? It's all a process, guys. And I'll explain it to its fullest, which is why I love the questions. And the more detailed and specific the questions get, the more insightful we can get the faster we can learn and the more quickly we can see our potential issues, temporary obstacles, that's what we call them out here, and then um, start testing new ways of accomplishing them and knocking them down. Once we know what works and new ideas that work, we share those ideas with everybody in the community so we can all upgrade to and what? Become more productive and give each other more time. We tied it into the theme of the day, productivity. And we did that all freestyle. It's all like I'm a rapper, but I'm not a rapper. But I could be a rapper, but maybe I should be one. I definitely shouldn't be a singer because my voice is terrible. But the songs I sing are so beautiful. Depending on what my college number ends up being. Nice, I like that. You guys having that conversation in the in the group or in the chat. Let's see what we're talking about. Um I feel like your AirPods are dead. They might be. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> can't hear <laughs> can't hear it broke. <laughs> uh God. I love the banter. Guys, it's like a locker room in the comment section, just everyone giving each other the the gas. Um Communication is key, vision is key, teamwork is key. Drop the keys, Damien.2K. Um, you blinking, I manifested it. It had nothing to do with like it being there or not. I just decided to let it let it come. How can how can you get your teammates to understand what you're saying to them? Okay. Um Ari Russo AI a-I-A-R-U-S-S -S underscore eight asks, how uh, can you get your teammates to understand what you are saying to them? Well, the way to get them to understand what you're saying to them is to first understand the language that they speak. So you have to understand from their perspective. So you have to map their worldview is the way that I describe it. But what does that mean, Quincy? Well, let me break it down in a process that you can, you can um, work on and try to implement. Okay, so to map someone's worldview, you have to understand their belief system. And what does that mean? Well, belief system, when I'm using that, means um, when you make a decision, either to turn right or turn, turn left, you're doing so based on what you believe is the best 
decision for you to make. So based on what you believe will let you know your behavior. So I believe that turning right is better than left. It doesn't matter. I'm going to say it does matter why you believe that, but let's, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Let's just say you believe that turning right is better than turning left because you've always turned right before. So you think that's always right because your mom told you, because your friend told you, because you think it is, because you hate left. It doesn't matter. Just whatever you believe, your belief system is going to be the the this one or zero that determines if you go or go left. So you want to ask questions that ask people what their belief system is. Now it doesn't mean they're going to tell you the truth, right? So that's another skill: learning how to tell when someone's lying to you. But uh, we can go down that path later. It's just really saying: assume the person tells you the truth. They say, "Well, I believe you should always turn right," and then you can ask them why. Right? Sometimes people think that's an attack, so you don't necessarily want to say, well, why do you believe that? Because they may now they want to protect their beliefs and why they believe what they do and they're not willing to share with you in the future. You, you maybe would say like, oh, that's very interesting. I've never known that because of this or I've always thought to go left because of that. What, what, what have you experienced that makes you know that going right is better? Well, that person now isn't maybe protecting themselves as much and wanting to defend their position. They may end up saying like, well, I've never gone left. So that's why I believe going right is proper. Okay, well, that's good information for you to have because now you know they're not making, they're not deciding to go left based on their experience of going left and knowing that it fails. They're not, they're, they're telling you they're not going left because maybe they've been fearful of trying something new. Maybe going left is new for them. They don't want to try it, but maybe because of their fear, they'll never know that left is way better than going with them right. Okay, I'm just setting this as context so you can understand the process of belief system. So you're wanting to ask questions to, to get an understanding of their belief system. Then based on what they believe, communicate to them in a manner that doesn't attack their belief system, but hopefully maybe allows them to see that their belief system isn't the only way to go about making a decision but also being open to the idea that they are their own person and they don't have to agree with you. It, it doesn't mean that they're going to do what you want them to do or how you want them to do. And it also doesn't mean that you aren't the one who is incorrect that needs to change your belief system to better match what they're doing. So you want to be uh, malleable in the sense that you are open to understanding and hearing other perspectives, especially your teammates, and communicating with them in a manner that lets you know that you are your number one biggest goal is to provide value to them and to have them be heard. And from there, we can have a conversation and discuss things that we could do to make each other better, help each other get better. But not everybody is open to that. Okay. So at the end of the day, there's also competition. This person goes like, well, you're my, you're in my spot and I, I want you to do bad because it gives me another opportunity. So, um, that's how you do that. Great question. Guys, the level of questions are getting high level out here. Also, Instagram limits me to an hour. We've probably got about two or three more minutes before they cut me off. As always, I like, um, you know, I love you guys are part of this. Um, I love the fact that a lot of you hang around for the entire hour, which is great to see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm very confident that um, you guys can get an awful lot out of this, especially if you're applying it in your lives. I very much appreciate when you reshare this, letting people know what you've learned, what you've taken away, tagging me in it, tagging the account, um, sharing it with others, re-listening, and then just sending in questions, um, insights, uh, sharing with me things you've learned, things, your accomplishments, the goals you guys are accomplishing. Like we love seeing that. Like you know, myself, Ross, Ryan, Mark. Um, Katie, Haley, Serena, you know, uh, Kia, Mukta, Todor. There's a, you know, there's a lot of us. Eric, there's a lot of us who are working every single day to build this brand, create this content, put this stuff together um, for you. And uh, when you guys can let us know what you've taken away from it, what you're getting out of it, and things that you feel we could do better at, or could make the experience of others even better, or to share with other people, it helps us help you, and it helps us create a much better, more vibrant community. So um, thank you for that. Uh, another thing, um, head to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro. We were in our beta program for mentorship program, uh, our mentorship and soccer, individual soccer training, individual soccer uh, workouts, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can find out more about it over there. You get one-on-one -on -one coaching and stuff like that. We're kind of building that out, seeing what people like or don't like about that. So if you want to be a part of the beta program, make sure you head over to perfectforskills.com slash bpro. Uh, sign up for that. Apply. I've got a minute left. 
Free said, newest conspiracy. Quincy randomly loses AirPods and they magically reappear. <laughs> As if by magic. Um, yeah, guys, I've got a minute left. Joe Jackson said, always get a lot out of it. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Thank you very much. If you guys just keep, you know, applying, applying this stuff and figuring out new stuff, please share with me new things that you learn. Holes in my logic, holes in my philosophy helps me get better. So thank you. Um, Jordan, you're right. I missed the Q&A questions for today. Uh, I'm trying to press the button. Uh, I got 30 seconds left, so. We'll get back to that stuff next week. You know we're doing this every single week. So thank you guys. 20 seconds left. Have a good night, everyone. See everyone next live. Quincy, Damien.2K. Happy to, happy to hear that you'll be joining us next time. Guys, as always, be good to each other. I know Ross lets you know that every day. This is true. Uh, keep doing that. And thanks for sharing. And I will see you guys next week. Later. Quincy Ameriqua here. And thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode.